There's a lot in this episode, Crispy. We've got news, we've got like an interview, we've got audience responses, we've got an episode to talk about. There's a lot to fit in this week. Yeah, gosh, do you think we can do it? I think we can do it. Oh, very we good. We canton Everett Delaware <laughs> the third do it, my friend, oh, I think. I don't know. Mark Shepard. Marky Mark. Mark Shepard. Like, people are going to flock to this episode like sheep to a shepherd. Oh, but roll it, please. For roll goodness sake, roll before it. I, before I do another bad pun. Otherwise, there's going to be a lot of <laughs> silence afterwards. <laughs> roll it. Hello and welcome back to Who's There, a Doctor Who podcast. Don't know why I'm doing the intro like this, but we're going to stick with it. This is the show where two YouTubers get together and they talk about the best show in all of time and space. It's called Doctor Who. You should check it out sometime. I'm one of your hosts, Troy Red Archer Live. I don't know, this energy. It's quarter past 11 at night. Maybe I'm just on that, that late night energy. I don't know. I'm one of your hosts, Troy, also known as Red Archer Live. And joining me, as always, is the man with the cap, the man with the Aussie accent, the man who loves his shrimps on his Barbies. I'm sorry, yeah. I had to say it. I'm really, really no, sorry. Barbie's out on digital soon, so you, we can get excited. But it's yeah. Crispy Proud. How you doing, sir? Hey, I'm, I'm very good. I'm very, very uh, excited about today. How are you? I'm very excited too, because uh, we have got an interview with Mark Shepard to play what? today. You met Mr. Shepard himself. What? When was this? Oh, I don't know. You, you can tell us. You can tell us, Mr. Mr. Crisp. I only got a photo. With, I got two photos with him. One where he shoved me out the way so he could get a picture of my mum, which was quite funny. But you got a <laughs> interview with him. Very, very cool. Yes, very yes, it, it, it is pretty cool. He was a very, very nice guy, and we, yeah, we have the exclusive for who's there today, which is huge, which is massive. A, yeah, and I'm, I'm really excited cool. to see uh, see what people think. So there's, there's plenty that? to talk about. There's plenty to talk about. But it's oh, yeah. not just a Mark Shepard interview. It's also oh, the very no. first who's there retrospective. Oh, what? We, we need mean? to think of an actual name for this, by the way. We haven't decided. And, and calling this the Let Mark Shepard in interview make, means we get an extra, <laughs> an extra episode of this series to think of what it's going to be called. Correct. Um, but we're going to do episodes going forward, especially with looking back on series, series coming towards an end. It makes sense for us to have some kind of other monthly feature, roughly, to do. And we thought looking back on episodes would be good. So we're Absolutely. also going to be talking about Mark Shepard's first episode, Ooh. The Impossible Astronaut. Yes. Oh my gosh! So There's much lot, to get and, through, and a lot of so much to in, do. But, but Crispy, we should mention something before we get into these because we want to get into the interview relatively promptly. Mister Crisp said that to me as well. He was like, "We need to make sure." Yes. I'm like, "Don't worry, we will." But we have a very important announcement to make. Very, very yes. important because this is not the only hour of who's their content on offer this week, is it, Crispy? Oh no, no, no! We have launched uh, as of when you'll see this video the official who's their Patreon. So, if you want to go over, it's the best place to support us. Um, And just before this, we recorded our little commentary video on my favourite damn episode of all time, The Impossible Astronaut, which features Mark Shepard. So, if you want our our thoughts, our commentary on that episode as you're watching it, uh, you'll find it exclusively on the Who's There Patreon. So, I'm sure the link will be down below. It's very exciting. Um, And, yeah, don't don't feel obliged, obviously. But, yeah, there'll be exclusive content there. And um, yeah, it's it's just it's a damn exciting thing. If you want to go and check check it out over there, thank you very much. We will much. be posting links on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube anyway, so they'll be available. Um, we've got uh, how many tiers did we settle on in the end, Crispy? Was it three just the tiers? Three. Just the three. What were the different rewards? Do we remember just to share with the audience? Because obviously we have uh, you- to deal with this as though we set up the page, even though we're still working on it. Obvi- at the time of obviously, uh, the first one is just. Uh, Early access, I believe, and then it is. The second it will just one... be the audio file because obviously rendering the video takes longer. It will just be yes. like an early access audio file. If I can get the video, I will. But assume it's just the audio, and it won't be a set time ahead because it just depends on when we record and when I can get around to editing it. So sometimes it might be like twelve hours ahead. Sometimes it might be three days. It will just vary. Um, yeah. But that'll be the first exactly. one. That'll be the lowest tier. So if you want to hear the episodes early, you can. Second tier is access to oh. monthly episode watch-alongs. It's going like to be fun. this one. So this is the first one. And I want to stress, because we kind of said this when we, we opened subscriptions on Anchor, nobody ever bit on it, which was probably because we did it in like episode five and <laughs> a bit ahead of ourselves. But we're never going to put an actual episode behind this no. paywall. So don't ever no, think, no, no. oh, the special episodes or the main episodes, any of those are going behind a paywall. They're not. This is just an extra thing of an episode commentary. If you want to hear us watch the episode and talk about it there... You can, but we make sure not to have a discussion afterwards. That's still in the podcast. Nothing's changing here. This is just a bonus benefit, basically. That's the second tier. What was the third tier? 
The third tier is an interesting one. We need to finesse that. So I'm going to leave that reveal for next week. But if someone goes we'll for the third tier by then, mm. it's going to be exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can we'll, read we'll up on more. it. Yeah, we'll we'll chat more about it next week. I think okay. Troy and I are still finessing Actually, yeah, the details right now. Means they'll they want me to click on the link and have yeah, a look. Yeah, go and see go and see what number three yeah. is because I sure damn want to find out. Um, yeah. if, you, yeah. if you're interested at all as to how the money will go, it is literally to support the podcast. Like it's, yeah, it's yeah, you yeah, know yeah. the recording 100%. software, paint covering stuff like that. It's not I'm pocketing it to buy a lightsaber. I do that with my which, own money. I don't need to do it with the podcast surprise. money too. Which may surprise so, some, but yeah, you know, yeah. Troy, he won't be spending that money on, on lightsabers. No. I mean, I'm running out of lightsabers to buy, in fairness, so you know, you get to a point where you go, <laughs> come on, man, come on. In fairness, at the minute I'm trying to save up for Comic-Con, Karen Gillan Ooh. been announced, and Ooh. now Paul Bettany for the same oh convention. Gosh, it's so rude, that, isn't it? So that's what it's I'll so be saving rude. for, but the Patreon will not be going towards that. So either way, Patreon, I don't know if it's patreon.com slash who's there, DW. I think it actually might be. But either way, the link will be in the YouTube uh, description. It'll be on Twitter. It'll yeah. be on Instagram. You can go and check it out. So there Thank you, you go. Thank you very so much, mentioning guys. that now. Appreciate because that. Because you can yeah. listen to that comment. Soft launch now. We'll go more in depth next week. Crispy, we got yeah, a mate. poll and we've got news to bash through super duper fast before the interview. Which one are we doing yeah, first? Right. Uh, you know it. This one. If it goes. It's poll time. And I have to apologise because this one is a little bit dark. Oh, you know, I've said this no. to you before. Sometimes when it, when it's late at night, you're setting up a podcast and you're thinking, what's the poll going to be this week? Sometimes you go, what have we been thinking about? And this one was a bit of a more serious one. You, have you seen this one, Crispy? I, I think I sent I it to you, didn't I, I? I voted in it very early. Oh, The question, ladies and gentlemen, was, do you think Donna Noble will die? in the 60th anniversary specials. Oh, my god! All people are beginning to suggest it could be a thing, that maybe there'll be a a tragic end for Donna. Do you think she'll die, Crispy? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I think this will be the last time I don't see Russell doing that. I don't see him. No, I I don't see him. I think so. No, I don't see it happening. I think that'd be silly. All right. I don't know. I think it'd be too emotional. Russell has never killed a companion, has he? Yeah, well, first time for everything. Don't say Jenny, because... Technically, she died. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go, then. Well, either way, our 416 votes on YouTube, 75% said no, 25% said she'll die. Ooh. Uh, and on Spotify, 20 votes, very similar trend 80% say no, 20% say yes. So a chunk of people think she will, but not. But the majority don't. And very for good reasons, she's not going to die. Don't, don't, don't uh, insult we'll my see. intelligence, we'll Mr. Chris. We'll see. I'll, I'll, uh, I think we said this in a different episode, but I'll bet one a whole Australian dollar on it. Wow, 50 pence. I have more yeah. than that on my desk. I have a euro on my desk right here. Oh, my gosh. No, I say a euro because it's, it's, it's from Sweden. I kept it on my desk because I never wanted Sweden. to... Look, look it's, it's, a Swe- it's, it's not even a Swedish euro. Does it say Sweden on it? Probably doesn't. It's just a euro, right? A I don't euro. understand currency. It just says one euro. There you go. There you go. How, how cool is that, Mr. Crispy? How oh, very cool, cool is that? It's pretty cool, it's very cool. We talked about the poll. We've got very quick news, Crispy. Ding the dong. Two things. Very, very quick. Crispy, do you want to pick one and run with it? Uh, the first thing is uh, Redacted is coming back for oh, season two. Uh, and, my bad. Uh, I forgot about redacted. This, that uh, one was redacted in my brain. Exactly, exactly. Do you remember we we chatted about this a long, long time ago? And I think that the original creators of series one aren't coming back. And there's a bit of drama with this audio series. Ella Road is it at the very least? Um, uh, I can't, not, I can't remember. Not, yeah, not asked to come back. I know, which is a bit of a shame. Charlie Craggs, I think her name is, is still working on okay. it as like a producer or like a, a lead star. She's still t- attached. Oh, really? But yeah. Ella, who wrote it, is not attached at all. Which, which was seems strange, but a questionable I don't know. move. The first, the but, first series yeah. was really good, and we'll, we'll have just have to see how series two pans out. I think that's yeah, yeah it's coming soon. I, I definitely heard the first series. <laughs> I did. I didn't finish it, but I listened to the first few episodes. It was I don't very know why good. I never listened to it. I heard great things, but I don't know. Maybe it's just me, me not being a big fan of like audio dramas and things like that. Just doesn't really grab. Me. It's funny coming from a podcast producer, but like. <laughs> I liked it. It's much like watching live streams. I much more enjoy putting them out than I do watching them. I'm just weird like that. Yeah, well, you know what else is weird? What's weird? Some of this news. What's the next bit the of next? news? Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> the next one is uh, some screenshots were shared of the 60th anniversary oh, yeah. specials. Nothing in particular. I don't even know if we need to show them on the episode. You can just look up on Doc 2's uh, Twitter or, or Instagram if you need to. But they just shared a picture of David and, and Catherine having a bit of a hug, looking a bit afraid. 
Um, there was one of David Tennant hanging out with TARDIS, another picture like that. I mean, all you have to do, I think it was Itharis or someone like tweeted out, all you have to do is send us a picture of David hanging out of a TARDIS and everyone goes mad. Yeah, correct. There's that. That picture is of Neil Patrick minimum. Harris dancing in the street, which we've already seen, like he's David yep. Bowie and Mick Jagger, and beat the meep amidst all the toys. Nothing particularly new, but no, just called cool to see some just images. Nice, it was nice the day it. after we did the live episode. So, as yeah. always, we were, we were just out of time with it. But finally, what's the last one, Crispy? Is it the Who Spy? It is the Who Spy. Oh. So, I didn't realise, but back in 2004, Who Spy was a thing. Did you know that? I did not know that. So they brought I'm it back. Learning so something every day. I think. I think. Uh, now I might be completely wrong, but I think it was a thing on the BBC website where they created hmm. this Who Spy, and it would be taking uh, cheeky, like behind-the-scenes pictures of the uh, Doctor Who series one when it was when it was filming, and so it was mm-hmm. like a, a cool little interactive way to keep fans uh, in the loop as to what's going on. And so they've brought it back for 2023 with the filming of the. Uh, 60th specials and they've released two photos so far the first one was just david on set uh no no uh jacket you know he's looking absolutely fly and i think this- i like him more without the jacket honestly it does look good doesn't it that's what we mm. say with smith as well journey to the center of the tars my goodness he looks great true true um and then the second photo was just a uh, i don't even know how to describe it there was just a lot of a lot of small text that you can't really make out, and it looks like someone's scribbling a bunch of notes. And yeah, but I don't know. It's fun to look at, so we'll have to keep an eye on the Who Spy. I spy with my little Who's eye. You know what's funny? Someone nice. messaged me earlier and was like, "Does it look like Sarah Jane's attic in the second picture?" And I was oh, like, "Oh, stop!" I don't think so. I was like, "It's I don't an think attic." Do that it's like, I think that might be a stretch, but it'd be funny if it was. Well. You never know. Never Except say never. Tommy Knight or, or Daniel Anthony or Anjali Mahindra. Any of them could show up in fairness, but... Yeah. Imagine I'm sure that. they will Sarah one Jane day, time. but I don't, I don't know if it'll be in the 60th. I'd, I'd be impressed, but I don't think uh, it'll be in the 60th. Know. You never know. You never, I mean, never know. Uh, Anjali has already been Rani and then the Skithra. Bring, bring her back to Rani. She'll have a bounce in between roles, you know? Yeah, that's true. Technically, that's she's true. never Rani in Doctor Who, though, so there is that. Ooh. Because was, Maybe Luke was on the phone to be. Clyde in the end of time, but we didn't even hear Clyde's voice, so... No. No, we didn't. So it's my Sarah Jane knowledge just kind of peeking out there for a second. But well, that's all of our news. Does. Is it oh not, Mr. Chris? Oh my gosh, it is. Look at us keeping to time. Isn't this amazing? This all is right. We've got a lot to talk about, so we got it. we got to keep it up. So, Crispy, set the stage. When did this interview happen? Where was it? Talk us through everything in about 10 seconds. Go. So, a few <laughs> months ago, I was fortunate enough to go to Supernova on the Gold Coast and I was able to score an interview with Sophie Aldred, which I'm, I'm hoping a lot of you have seen by now, especially if mm-hmm. you're a fan of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that same convention, I was able to chat to the one, the only Mark Shepard. I went and sat in on his uh, like panel Q&A thing. You know, they usually do that at those cons. Um, yep. And he was answering. I was like, oh, this, this guy, this guy is whimsy. He is great. And then I saw him backstage and I was like, gosh, is, is he going to be too cool for me? I was really intimidated. Like I, but I was like, I don't know if I can do this interview. He might, he might like be way, way too above this interview. Um, but then I met him, and he was one of the sweetest, loveliest men I think I've ever chatted to. It was, a, it's he a really, so really lovely. fun yeah. interview. And I was going, I had a bunch of questions from uh, all. Like I had a bunch of questions from Twitter to ask him, but I was only able to answer two questions because the man just kept talking. And I, I was only supposed to have like two minutes with him, but we got 10 plus out of it. So uh, <laughs> it, it was it, it was lovely. It was really, really lovely. And yeah, I'm, I think we, we have the interview for you here. It's pretty we exciting. Did, and I haven't seen it. And I, I'm quite glad. I was a bit late to the recording today because I had some, uh, some drama to deal with. You know, drama, we have drama, drama in our lives. But I planned to watch it before it now because... Well, Crispy had said to me, he's like, let's run to time, watch it before. And I, I'll be honest, I didn't really want to do it anyway. I wanted to watch it live in the episode. So accidentally, I got my way because you're going to get my live wow. reaction to the interview now. I'm excited because wow. I haven't seen it and I'm really, really excited. All right. So we're going to roll the interview. It'll be full screen for you guys. So you won't hear my reaction or hear anything from Crispy. You'll just watch the interview and then we'll bounce back. We'll chat about it. And then we got some some chats about Canton, some chats about the Impossible Astronaut. We're going to have a nice oh, little time. It's an exciting Hi, time. It's an exciting time, man. Let's do it. So for the second time this episode, I can say this, and it doesn't happen very often. Roll it! Hello everyone, we're here with Mark Shepard from many, many, many shows. But of course, here on the channel, we only talk about Doctor Who. So Mark, how are you today? I'm well, how are you? I'm absolutely fantastic. Um, so we've got a few fan questions. I know you just answered a lot, but I'll give you a few more. Um, what was the main difference between working on Doctor Who and, say, Supernatural? 
Well, one was in Canada and the other one was in Britain. Mm -hmm. So um, the way that television works is very, very different. If you, you really want to know the real answers yes, to that? Yes, please. Well, many, many years ago, um, British equity was kind of busted and the unions no longer had a hold on how television was made in England. And so uh, in England, you would get a call sheet and it would say, you start at seven and you end at seven. Yeah. And I was like, what happens if we go over? And they said, well, we don't go over because you'd have to poll everybody and ask them if it was okay for us to go over. Right. <laughs> so the management of time and the management of resources is very, very different. Whereas American television runs on overtime. Right. You have a certain amount of time and you, you, you start, say, at seven o'clock on a, on a Monday. Uh, you have to give me 12 hours when I'm finished. So if I finish at nine, they can't start till nine o'clock wow. on Tuesday. Yeah. And then you can't start till maybe 11 or 12 o'clock on Wednesday. And by the time you get to Friday, mm. it's called Fratterday because you haven't started working <laughs> yeah. till two in the afternoon. Yeah, wow. Whereas Britain doesn't work like that. The no. way they work is more days, better allocation of time in that way. It's a very just a different system. Mm. So it was very different to work that way. And the number one difference was they have a craft service table okay. in American television because uh, that means that you don't have to have a mandated break. You can right. just go graze when, oh, you, when you're in between stuff. So crew, everybody can go get something to eat all the way through the day. But in England, uh, a girl will come around with a cup of tea and a biscuit. Mm, amazing. That's what I was told. Yeah. And that was the difference. You want me to buy a craft service table? No, we don't need no. that. So, <laughs> but it was, it was a lovely way of working and a very different way of working. And I was, I was lucky enough to be in Who!, at probably the best time that Who has ever been, the, as far as story was concerned, and probably the first real season of um, a, a truly linear story rather yeah. than rather than Monster of the Week. Yeah, mm. yeah, but you know, I mean, there were a few, but I mean, some of those episodes, Doctor's Wife, mm. are some of the best episodes that were ever made. Um, and I love Matt Smith, and I love Arthur, and I, and, and um, you know, it's it's just there isn't a, there wasn't a person there who didn't want to be there. Yeah. It was also a brand new director of photography, Stefan Pearson, and a young director who had directed everything from Pandorica forwards, Toby. Mm. So the change was very much from the tenant years of, a, you know, an older DP and everything being the same over right, and over yes. again to being this, let's, let's try to make this like a film. And I think that the first two of season six oh look like nothing in else America. that had ever happened. Yeah, and we, we shot in America, but we shot low budget in America. <laughs> so it was as low budget as you get. My dad, uh, uh, they, they actually called me up and said, um, uh, when are you coming over to do the prosthetics? I said, for what? So, well, to play the old Canton. I said, what do you, mm -hmm. why don't you ask my dad? They're like, would he do it? That's I said, of course, we had I said, well, of course he'd do it. And I hadn't asked him. So I called him and I said, you're doing Doctor Who? And he goes, oh, God, is it all still bits of cardboard and string? <laughs> and I said, no, it's fantastic. And I, I gave him fish fingers and custard onwards mm. to look at. And he was like, oh, my God, this boy's amazing. Wow. So he looked at Matt and he absolutely fell in love with Matt's performance. And he obviously loved Alex and they loved him. But he, was, he, he realised it was something really, really special mm. and something very, very different. And I think the viewing figures in England was like a compounded was like 11.8 million. Something like that. Which was a sixth was, of the population. Yeah. The, the season over was like huge, absolutely huge and incredible. I loved doing it. It was, it was a labor of love. It was different for me because I hadn't mm. worked on anything there apart from in the name of the father. Right. But, um, you know, I thank them. I, I thank Stephen for taking the chance on me. There's a very interesting secondary piece. You can, put a, you can insert a question okay. into there when you're finished. Okay. But, um, as a character that, that is uh, a, a gay character, or, uh, you know, it, uh, I was always wondering what, what, what direction Stephen was going with this and, and why he wanted to do what he wanted to do. And he did an interview with an LGBTQ plus magazine. And he said, I think he said that the gay characters that he'd, he had created or been part of really didn't reflect the people that he knew right. from the community, from those communities. And that he thought it was a little disingenuous. I mean, you know, Captain Jack, I mean, you know, that's John and John is John and John yeah. will always be John. And I love John with all my heart. But, but um, the idea that, that the stereotypes of, 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 of gay characters were, was, it was, it was a strange thing to him. He thought it was time that, that he had a character that uh, obviously being gay impacted his, his position in the FBI yeah. and the fact that he was in an, inter in an interracial gay relationship <laughs> was, was, 
was uh, rather a brilliant twist, which, especially in Nixon's Nixon White House. Through, yeah. um, I love that line, you know, um, yes, he is, which is... Um, <laughs> which was such a, a, an iron in the fire, but it wasn't done for spectacularism or, or sensationalism. It was done because I think Stephen had quite clearly said that th th this character was more than just the sum of his circumstances and um, his character. He was something else. He didn't have to represent. He, he had to be... Exactly. Which I thought was a rather interesting way to do it. And he did actually worry that no American actor would want to play the role, to which oh, really? I said, why the hell not? Yeah. <laughs> but I guess, you know, even then is a slightly different era than now. Yeah. I think now we're in a... Uh, gladly we're in a, um, a, a different vein of, of how we translate our characters to screen. But I thought it was such an honour that I was given the, the custodianship of a character that in 1969... You know, as a professional issue with his personal life, yeah. no, no. <laughs> you know, it's like, and and that's that's not the drive of his life. That's no. the drive of his, of, you know, that's that's who he cares and who he loves, and that's his business. But apparently, uh, the government made it their <laughs> business. So I thought it was a rather beautiful way to handle it, and I thought it was far more representative of people I knew, and far less stereotypical and, and yeah. far more interesting in that way. So that's why I always enjoy playing that character. Yeah, thank you. No, that, that is so, so good. And I loved seeing your character there and it, it meant a lot to a lot of people. Well, so to, to, I mean, it's hard. I mean, I'm a heterosexual male um, and there is an argument to be made for um, the fact that I am not a gay man and am I representing? And I can understand that. But, but at the time we did that, that wasn't their option. That wasn't what was going on. And I just hope that I didn't, uh, you know, spoil or defame or, or debase or or, um, uh, or make small issues that were of great import. Oh, I, and and hopefully that we've we've moved on from 1969 oh, and the <laughs> idiocy of. Of, of the way that people are treated for who they love. Yeah, I, I can guarantee you we're past that point. So, so you know, I mean, I, was, I don't think anybody's ever said anything bad about it to me. But uh, I thought it was a, it was an interesting burden. But it's not the the, the only thing that Canton is. It's hmm. part of no, what Canton yeah, is. Yeah. You know. No, also, I had the greatest, I had the greatest uh, bigger on the inside moment ever. Yeah. So I walked in. <laughs> What's good? And, and Arthur Darville looked at me and he goes. And Matt, they went, nobody's ever done that. And I said, well, it's 1969. Yeah. We have stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we have cell phones and yeah, we have exactly. these things. Do we have this no. is the question. <laughs> so I walk in and I'm like, mm. I'm going to stand behind this stanchion here and wait and see if this is a mind thing yeah. or a physical <laughs> thing. And it's like, you okay, Canton? Yeah. Yeah. You know, Take my, it in. nice yeah. wheels. Mm. And becomes the punctuation on. of it, yeah, and exactly. so explain it to him. So he says to Rory, "Explain it to him, and 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 we'll be fine." You're back with us. You're back yeah. with us, Canton. Yeah. Good, okay, I'm good. Amazing. And I got to say Doctor Who. I mean, how many people get to say Doctor Who exactly? It's which is mind blowing to me. No, it, it's an absolute honor, and it's an absolute honor to speak to you today. Yeah, Thank you so pleasure. much for being in my favorite episode of Doctor Who ever. Really, really, so appreciate two episodes. Two, two episodes. Give me the two. The two. The two. Yeah, the two. I'll give you the two. I'll give you. The two. And um, yeah, I was proud to be part of it, and I. Whovians are a special breed, man. Thank you. Special, appreciate special you. breed. Really, really appreciate you. Thanks, mate. Once All again. Best, mate. Thank Thanks. You. Take care. All the best. That was brilliant, man. That I'm was so well I'm glad you enjoyed, done. mate. Yeah, he's, he's, I told you he's a nice guy. He, I, he, he's, just, he, <laughs> he, he just, he loved to chat. Loved to chat. He I really appreciate it. He's a lovely bloke. He really, really is. And I mean, it's just getting to hear more of like how it works in the background and him talking about the, the, gay, the gay character. I, I yeah. love that idea of him saying, you know, it's not like, you know, he's, he's not, he, it isn't that he is gay. Like, that's not what matters about him in some ways. It's just that that's a piece yeah. of him. Like, mm. I like that idea. I think that's really, really cool. And I like that he's conscious of saying, you know, like, was I the right person because I'm not a gay man? Like, he's very kind of, I guess, keyed into everything. But he yeah. also just did a fantastic job. He's a lovely guy, and that was I, I was just surprised that, like, he kept on referencing, like, specific parts in the season. Like, he brought up the Doctor's wife. He brought up, uh, like, his TARDIS entrance and all that. Like, he obviously mm -hmm. re remembers that and cares about it. Well, he probably has to keep talking about it throughout all of these con appearances. But still, I, yeah. I just think he, he seemed, yeah, as you said, very keyed in to what's going on and exactly. what's happened. So, and also just Doctor Who. Like, it seemed like there were a couple of things he said about Series 6 in particular. I'm like, so is he just a casual fan? He like, might I didn't be. Actually, I never actually asked him if he watched it much outside of it, but he yeah. must have at least watched Series 6. Oh, and presumably Series 5, if he recommended that to his dad. 
Yeah, he probably. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, he said from Fish Fingers and Custard. Not the yeah, 11th hour. Love, he just yeah, calls he it go, Fish Fingers and Custard. Yeah, he didn't go from Matt's first episode. He went, I, I showed him Fish Fingers and Custard. Like, I mean, yeah, uh, no. I, that does sum it up. It I does think, sum I think, it up. I think Mark Shepard Hoovian confirmed. Yes, I think yeah. so. And I think he is uh, a very, very cool guy. That was brilliant, Crispy. That was really, really good. Thanks, mate. No, it, it's, one, it's one of those uh, interviews that I've been wanting to do something with forever. Like, I was going to turn it into, like, a massive yeah, uh, even video, said it. video video essay and stuff. Uh, but I, I was like, I don't know what to do with this. I was like, of course, let's, let's chuck it on the podcast, see what people think. So let us know your thoughts on oh, Mark Oh, we Shepard, get please. his leftovers, don't I'm joking. You get, you get my joking. leftovers. Jo- no, 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 you no, don't. No. This, is this, this is good. It's this really is good, good stuff. No, because he did. He sent them middle of it he was like oh you can you know chop this up and put something chop in the middle up, and i was like if yeah. you want <laughs> oh brilliant it's so good hey it's good for me it's a good nine minutes of unedited podcast video i like that a beautiful. lot beautiful beautiful very, very very handy right okay so we've got a few things left to do crispy yeah mate. i think you should lead this next segment because i've got the anchor responses for later i think you should uh lead this it was your tweet anyway okay you tell yes. everyone what you tweeted out uh, just before we recorded, I said, what are your thoughts on this Doctor Who character? And I put up a photo of Canton and I said, well, read them out on this week's podcast, which is now. So <gasps> I, have a, really? I have a few beautiful responses here. We have one from uh, Joey, who, of course, uh, has edited a few Crispy Pro videos in the past. Oh, the favoritism. Here the we favoritism go. coming out once again. He says, honestly, such an underrated character and genuinely thought he was American. How good is his American accent? Same. Yeah, how do- I had no idea. This was like the only thing I had seen him, and little did I know since then that he's been in like so much stuff, a ridiculous yeah. amount of stuff. Uh, but yeah, he's American. He very, was amazing in Supernatural. It was it, I. I only watched it as a very casual viewer. I only saw like a handful of episodes from time to time, but every time he was on the screen, he was just amazing. He was one of the best parts of that. Easily, he's so oh, good. Absolutely. You know, I mean. There's only two big portrayals now of Crowley. One from him, one from David Tennant. From DT. And two very different portrayals. Very, very different portrayals. Yeah, both very good. Two very though. good ones. Yeah. Very, very good ones. That's good stuff. Yeah, he's uh, we, we have a response here from Mike T, who said, Absolute MVP. Could do with a few more reps of him, to be honest. His reactions and attitude to everything were top effing notch. I couldn't agree <gasps> more. Couldn't effing agree more. Effing language in our effing. podcast. They didn't swear on the thing. They just said effing. So I, know, I can respect I, that. that. That insinuates foul language, Crispy. And that oh, is well, foul. That is foul. Yes, correct. Yes. <laughs> I, thought, yeah. I, thought that, I didn't know if that was the end of the sentence. No, that was um, the end of the sentence. That was it. Here we go. Here we go. Guy underscore has said, a big finish box set waiting to happen. Oh, please. Please. <laughs> I mean, I would, I could, do, some of the stuff they've done, they can easily do a Canton one. I know. I know. Absolutely. Um, but I think Mark Shepard, like, he, I should have asked him about this. He did a lot of the Doctor Who trailers from then on out, like a lot of the BBC America voiceover stuff. Did you really? see any of that? Yeah, yeah. He, no. from, from that, like for I think series, uh, yeah, series six, series seven, and maybe series eight, nine. He was the coming to BBC America. Da 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 ba 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 ba. That was him. He he like stayed on. So I think he must have cared about the show more than we think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> more than a lot of guest actors. Oh, did do, he do it with the American accent or with a British accent? I think it might have been American. Now that I think about it, well, I don't it know. It could have been British only because he was already known in America for Supernatural for having the standard accent. So he could just be like, True. why is Crowley narrating this? What the hell? <laughs> I don't know, but he, he's very he's very good. But yeah, in saying that, I just think uh, yeah, listening to uh, Mark Shepard while I drive for a big finish box set. I mean, I'm down. I'm down. He's got a very very, good, very nice voice for a commanding voice. Yeah, um, that's cool. Here we go. Oh, we have Francis who said he's my second favorite Hooniverse character. Wow, I really wish what? he. Yeah, I really wish he would come back at least in expanded media because his character has so much potential. Also, I'm in love with him. Yeah, I respect that. I mean, the I at is that. at Crowley's Nebula or Crowley's Nebula. Oh, so so I see. I, I mean, see. That might mean that they really enjoyed Good Omens as well. Good Omens. I'm just looking yeah, at some yeah, of the yeah. profile pictures for some of these people. I just see a yeah. red Shrek with a big bushy mustache, and I'm very confused. Have you have you seen the comment from Bobby uh, from Bob Lee Swagger? I have not. Oh, hang on. He's just a funny little guy. <laughs> He's just a funny little guy. <laughs> My favorite was was Jacobs, the Jacob Patrol. He said, "Older him is hilarious." Showed up, explained nothing, walked off. Legend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, that's so oh, good. That's brilliant. And I'll, I'll read one more from Glossy. They yeah. say, "I love this guy. Such a shame he wasn't brought back. Would love to see him in some big finish stuff. Imagine if Torchwood worked with the American government. Would love that." 
Yeah, bring, bring, bring. Gossie makes a good point. Imagine if we had him instead of uh, Rex in Miracle Die. That, oh my gosh. I would have been so mad. And then they came out, like, I'm pretty sure Impossible Astronaut came out at the same time as Miracle Day, right? Same year? I think it was the year after. Oh, even better. I think Miracle Day was 2010. Oh, not not even better then. But if they did it, if they had that hindsight, man, I'd respect that. Imagine. (laughs) We're going to go back in time and cast him earlier. (laughs) Yeah, that would have been wild. That would have been wild. But yeah, a lot of people are, are, are quite, quite a quite a fan of his character and yeah definitely definitely deserve to come back well said well yeah mate that was the Mark Shepard interview thanks for listening everyone so now we're going to talk about the episode he debuted in because we did our watch along for it exactly and I think we open Crispy by reading out some responses from our audience about that episode let's go let's go I asked you all what you thought of the impossible astronaut I put in brackets 2011 I don't know why I did that but I fancied putting the ear in so it looks clever (laughs) And I said, episode thoughts, favourite characters, scenes, lines, anything. We've got seven responses. So, Chris, you give me a number between one and seven. We'll read out a few. Two. Number two. Daniel S. Ranhoff said, why does the Doctor want the humans to kill all of them? Crying emoji. What, the silence? Oh. I mean, he doesn't want them. Well, I don't know. He, uh, well, that's that's don't Day know. of the Moon anyway, so that's technically... That's the wrong episode, mate. Wrong episode. Sorry. Should we just ignore it because it's the wrong yeah, episode? Yeah. It's evil. I don't want to answer we're, it. Yep. We're on our nefarious arc right now. Yeah. Uh, thank you for the comment, Daniel. However, wrong episode. Anyway, uh, Chris, we know the number from one to seven? One. James Hannington. An excellent opener, made even better by Day of the Moon. Guys, we asked about the first one. <laughs> no. I think people tend to forget how shocking it was at the time when the Doctor was literally murdered in the first ten minutes. I remember so the conversation cool. about the pregnant thing, like me being like me reading the theory that someone was like, the doctor's the dad. And I remember someone in my school being well, like, you're saying the doctor that. and Amy did. And I was like, <laughs> I, I wasn't thinking that far, honestly. I was just like, what if it's the doctor? <laughs> it was <laughs> we so weird. Because I said this in the commentary, it does feel like almost like a soap story reveal at the end, oh, which is like, absolutely. I'm pregnant. Like, it, like uh, I said it, it in that, I'm not going to constantly refer to what we say in the track, but just because I thought this was really funny, I'm putting it in the episode. Like, if you'd have put, someone must have done it, if you put the EastEnders drum beat at the end of her saying I'm pregnant, it wouldn't feel out of place. To, no, Doctor, no. I'm pregnant. Do, do, it's the, do, it's do, the most, do, do, it's do, do, the do, do, most, like, yeah, soap opera thing Doctor Who's yeah. done. It's, it's, it's strange, it's strange. But, but I it think is an the, excellent yeah, opener. The, the whole point of, like, that scene is to, like, oh, Amy's going to finally tell the Doctor, like, oh, she's seen his death. Like, that's what everyone's going and assuming that she's going to tell. But then they, she does, like, a 180. It's like, oh, by the way, I'm pregnant. As so a kid, I don't shocked. even think I knew what she was going to say. I didn't. I didn't even think she was going to say about him dying because she well, was clutching her stomach. And I was like, something's up. What's going on? Yeah, that. Yeah, that. That changed things. But I think yeah, when they set up the whole conversation under the TARDIS, being like, we can't tell any. Like, we can't tell him anything. Keep the secret. Mm. That's what they were trying to protect. Keep him. it secret. Anyway. Keep it safe. But that's the wrong exactly. franchise. Oh, what's that? What franchise is that? Crispy pop quiz. Uh, Hunger Games. Lord of the Rings. Disgraceful. Close. All right, let's go for another one. Pick a number from one to seven. seven. We have two and one. Number seven. Arty Zone 24. Arty Zone. A great opener. Introduces a great monster in the silence and awesome use of the location filming. Oh, but ultimately, ultimately I can't help but feel like not all of it was paid off later. Ooh. Oh, hot take. Oh, oh no. I, could, I mean, oh. Wedding of River Song is a separate conversation. Yeah, oh, yeah. If we're talking about that, yeah. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Crispy, you should pick one more number and I think you should pick number five. I'm going to say number five. Oh, good choice. The Beast Boss. <laughs> the Beast Boss. <laughs> there you go. Say it. Go on, say it. The Beast Boss. I love the way you say it. Karen Gillan is kind of cute, not going to lie. <laughs> 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 I didn't even read what he said. I just saw the Beast Boss. I went, we got to leap on it. Hashtag Beast Boss Companion Simp Club. Okay. Uh, by the way, for the, for, the, for the older viewers, simping over someone is a term for uh, having a bit of an internet crush, but almost like obsessed with them. And fun fact, if you say it on YouTube or on Twitch, is it on Twitch? I think if, I, there was something that was released on Twitch where it was like, if you call someone a simp on a live stream, you can get like a strike against you. Because oh, they, 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 they put it as like an insult. Like it was, well, it was a say wild that. time. Let's yeah. not say that then. It's crazy. Well, no, we're not on Twitch, so it's fine. If we are it's on right. Twitch. What? I'm streaming right now. <gasps> oh, no. Uh, anyway, <laughs> also, this is Crispy Pro's episode, so it good. Also, again, oh, this episode you. is good. Moffat win, award emoji, hands praising emoji. <laughs> Couldn't I agree think, more. I think he's just trying to please it you is, at this point. It is a Moffat win. It is a Moffat win. Epic Moffat yeah. win. Epic Moffat win. I agree. Yeah, That's it's really great, good. man. It's really, really so good. good. Really, really good. Okay, well, thank you Chris, very much, everyone. You had enough, or do you want one more? There's still three more comments. So. 
Oh, right, give me one more. All right, so let's just have numbers one, two, and three. Which one do you want? Two. My lucky number. Three hundred forty-two billion, eighty-two million, three hundred ninety thousand oh, no. and eighty-seven polls are back. Gotta change Sheesh. the number. The council have decided that this podcast must do a special episode for the new Goosebump show on Disney Plus. What? <laughs> it's not even about the. I need to start reading these ahead of time. Uh, yeah, we got a proof. We got a proof. Bruh. Well, you know what? Now that you've said that and broken our hearts, we're not going to. Anyway, special stay tuned episode. for special episode number eight. <laughs> is it uh, in four weeks' time? Where we talk about Ahsoka because crispy. You've got good news to share, have you not? Oh, I watched it, man. Yes, you've yeah. seen Anakin. Proud of you, buddy. Proud yeah. of you. New episode in a few hours' time. Exciting. Oh, um, all right, let's pick one more. Number one or number two. We'll just read the last two out. Yeah, Sheila Moore on. said, my favourite Matt Smith episodes. I don't think there was a time when he was ever more magnificent. That's him as an actor, although the Doctor shone too. Well, yeah, his performance is a few he's, moments where he's just some really, really good Matt beautiful. Smith stuff. Some really, yeah, really good some Matt great Smith stuff. stuff. Some great stuff. Uh, Euphonium9 said, Canton Everett Delaware Third, but they actually wrote CED3, so it's like a Star Wars droid. Respect. Um, <laughs> my name is CED3, Human Cyborg Relations. Um, Canton Everett Delaware Third was smart, open-minded, and immediately interested in what the Doctor had to say. I wish he'd stuck around as a companion for a few more episodes. Also, one of the best American accents in DW. Funny enough, it's a, it's a thumb emoji and then US, which I think is the US flag, but for some reason it didn't show it in, in, <laughs> in uh, Anchor. But imagine if they'd done what they did with A Good Man Goes to War, like where they brought Canton back, like they brought the pirates back and all that. For like, I would have you know, way preferred Canton. I think Canton would have been of more use too. I wonder if they tried somehow. to get it back and they couldn't. Or maybe I'm just tripping. I don't know. Maybe. 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 I, I, don't th- I don't think it was the plan. Yeah, I think Canton's entire entire story arc is resolved rather nicely in that two-parter. Pretty so much. is the pirate. Yeah, he comes back. Yeah, true. Very, very valid point. Very, very valid point. Mm. But... Mm. Um, I, I just, justice yeah, for Mark Shepard. Justice for Mark Shepard. I think it, it would have been great, even as like, yeah, a one-off in series seven or something. They could come back for an episode. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. You never, never know. Just thought, you know, imagine if um, if the guy that Canton was dating was actually Chuck Woody Awuji's character. Whoa. I mean, Whoa. almost definitely isn't, but imagine if it had been. That would have been so funny. I'm sure I'm sure someone's written something that continues. Probably I mean, the, the oh, there's, your, there's your big finish. Get both oh. of them in. There's your big finish box set. Big finish for the love of stories. Yep, I was going to try and do a Canton impression, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Mr. President, that man walked in here with a big blue box and three of his That's friends. That's all right. You're and my second choice right president. <laughs> I say, <laughs> I say, we give him five minutes, see if he delivers. Thanks, Canton. If he doesn't, I'll shoot him myself. Not so thanks. Not so thanks. They're it's Americans. Great, just a great interaction. <laughs> I had to slide that in. So there you go. There's your thoughts on the episode. So now, Crispy, for the last 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, mate. What do you think? And this is just you talking for the next 10, 15 minutes. I'm going to kick my, 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 my yeah, seat back and have another relax. Yeah, mate. Uh, tell us all, what do you think of specifically the first episode, The Impossible Astronaut? So, as I have stated many, many a time on this podcast, this was yes. the first episode that I watched uh, at the same time as the rest of the world. I was playing catch-up before that, um, but this one was like the... Oh, no, this was the first series I started. I did watch the Pandora Opens and stuff. But regardless, I was gonna this say. was, I was, this gonna was say. the most hype. Like this was when I really, really felt the hype for a new series. I saw all of the trailers for this series on AB, ABC because I wasn't like on Twitter or anything. I really wasn't doing much. I wasn't have a YouTube channel or anything at the time. So I just found out through my TV, you know, not getting, you know, t- Twitter or whatever. Uh, that this this new season was was coming along. They had some really really cool um, shots in the trailer. I was like, I am so excited for this series. And I remember when this episode dropped, and in that first ten minutes, the Doctor gets shot. I was like, I I just found this show, and I thought it couldn't get any more bonkers than the Pandora Opus. Who opens. does he think he is? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, and it just, I I think this episode is just such fun and really really makes you want to watch part two which is a which i can guarantee i'll do after this podcast um but <laughs> i i just think i think it's really well really well shot like even just watching it then with troy i think we found a new appreciation for just how good matt smith is in that episode really mm. really strong i think the set design is great i think location is great and it really really sets up an interesting series to come it's it's just 44 minutes of pure magic in my eyes i i honestly think it's great and the villains i mean are iconic 
so iconic and so scary. This is like proper hide behind your sofa stuff. And that's what I like. That's what mm. I like in my Docky Who. Thank you very much. But yeah, 10 out of 10. Would watch again. Thank you. Okay. Thanks for watching, everyone. I can't, I can't <laughs> make that joke several times in that episode. It's a great episode. It's, it's, and it's what I said during the commentary. I'm going to stop saying that. It's one of the first things we've actually watched together. Like, we've talked about episodes, yeah. we've talked about series, but we've only sat together to watch the movie and Dreamland. So this is the first mainline episode proper, of the revival we've proper. actually sat and watched together. And I've known you for three years now. Have you? In fact, do you know what? I'm going to wonder, Ooh. I wonder... How far back do my sent emails go? Because I, I had to purge my inbox. Actually, no, I had to purge well, no, my It was my, my birthday inbox. when you sent the first, the first one. It was in October. Really? Yeah. Okay. So it's almost I'm coming up in three years. You. I'm looking for you. I'm looking for you. You aren't here. You're not here, mate. I can't see you. Where am I? I don't know. Hello? Where have you gone? I've vanished. You actually have. I was like, just like, I'll have a quick look. I'll find I'm him. I'm not in Troy's inbox anymore. Crispy Pro Productions. There you are. Uh. Oh. What? Oh. <laughs> I must have found. Oh, do you know what I've done, Crispy? I know why it's... Pro- so in Outlook, it only shows... It brings it up to the most recent time you used that email chain. Yeah, I I found the email and forwarded it back to you in February this year. With yeah, enjoy. yeah, yeah. We, we've we've had this conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was dated the third of October, twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah, long, long time ago. Isn't your birthday long, the fourth? Long, long, long time. Yeah, but it's different you said time it was on your zones. Birthday, though. Different time zones. It says I sent it on the third at two fifty one in the morning. So we'll never know. We'll, we'll never, we'll never, never know. know. But yeah, so that means it's nearly three years since I've known you. We haven't watched an episode of Doctor Who, a proper episode, until now. Wow. What an honour. But it's a great opener. Like I said, there's some amazing performances. My my personal favourite, I think, is Matt Smith, like, sitting in the chair, as we said, where he's, like, sat there going, a mysterious summons, you think I'm just going to go? Oh, like, it's, that whole... it's such a tense scene. It, it's, it's funny, because, like... The younger Matt Smith in that episode obviously doesn't know what's going on, but I even saying to you, I was like, how much does he worked out? How much does he actually know? Like, River says there's nothing going on underground, but he still is worried enough to be like, Rory, you go with her. Doesn't Smith yeah. do constantly. I feel like he trusts River enough. Like, is he suspicious of the science? Has he already picked up hints that we don't know about? You don't know. So, like, you've got a doctor who doesn't know that his future self's died, but you're also thinking... How much is he putting together himself, and how much of that is he sharing with the group? Because mm. it could be he's already sat there and gone... Well, clearly the only person who could be is me. So clearly they've just seen me in the future and something bad's happened, but I can't let them know that I've seen... Like, it's it's yeah. mind games. But it at is its mind finest, games. it's not where it, like, confuses you. It's only, like, if you stop thinking about it, you go, I wonder. And his no. performance just sells it. He's absolutely brilliant. And, like, oh, it's funny because so you can kind scene. of see the difference between 1100 and whatever, 1107 11th Doctor and 909 11th Doctor. You can see... Almost like I'm talking about, like, Spider-Verse, like a different universe <laughs> Topical, by the way, because I got I got the steelbook today. Look at that, baby. Oh, look, look at that. that. Oh, wow. Cool that? Um, but like, you can see the difference in performance between the two of them. Yes, absolutely. Like, like you can see the more like weary age in the older Eleventh Doctor, and you can see the more younger. Like, I don't. What's going on here? I'm all. I've only been. I've only had floppy hair and a big chin for a few years. What's going on? You know, like. Yeah. You can you can feel the energy being different, and I think that's really really good. The silence, maybe the first monster question mark that really scared everyone behind their sofas well, so I, before, like I remember there being an article the, the weeping after. angels i think is like iconic i would argue the silence topped it i think i think that they are scarier on screen but i think mm. i don't know i don't know to, like the weeping angels are so iconic and especially that one scene in blink i think definitely had kids hiding behind their sofa but i think steven Ooh. definitely recaptured the magic here with the silence Debatably better. We, we don't agree here, folks. We don't agree. Oh dear. What? Who's there? A Doctor Who Civil War. You don't think the Weeping Angels are scary? No, I do think they're scary. I just the thing is, I don't remember. Obviously, I was like seven years old, so I don't know if they I had an article about it at the time. They probably did, but I, I said to you before, I just remember that news article that went out. I think it was the day after, and it was like Doctor Who and out like reveals first like proper hide behind sofa villain that like is akin to like the old days of like with, the Daleks the first being revealed. With the silence, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And no. I remember feeling oh, it as a kid. Like, the Weeping Angels made me un- nervous as a kid, or, like, un- unnerved or whatever, but the silence with the first monster where, like, 10-year-old Troy was very much like, 
what oh. what's going on here? Oh. This is a bit. This is like a bit uncomfortable. And even my, I remember my mum was pretty like terrified by it too. We were both like, "E, these are a bit, you know, <laughs> yeah. you e, it would ease, it would ease." It was these Donnies, proper but British yeah. speak. It was these Wham Donnies. What's going what, on here? What are these? But yeah, what was good. that? Was that like Irish? Know. What the heck? What, what, the are heck these? Was that? what are these things? The silence. Oh, let me tell you, lad. I don't what know what these things are, but they're proper silence? scary. They are. They're proper scary. So they are. Proper scary. Oh uh, my yeah. goodness. Nah, it's good. It's good fun. It's good fun. Yes. Ten out of ten. It's good fun. Ten out of ten. Good episode. Thank you very much. I think. Yeah, man. One of the coolest things still to this episode is Chuck Woody Woody being in it. It's a weird fun fact. Yeah, I, I mentioned <laughs> it in the Guardians thing, but like, and, and you didn't know until I mentioned it earlier was that no, he was in no Peacemaker idea. first. So, like, because I've said this before, I, I have it's a talent for voice actors, and also just I'm really good at recognizing faces. Like, fun fact: I was watching Good Omens, and you know, Ten Dates, the like the dating game that I played that was from the yeah. Wales team who we played one of their games. Um, the, actually, I've realized it was on the episode Five Dates People, their sequel, Ten Dates. The, one of the two main pl- characters, Misha was her actress was in Good Omens for like 10 seconds as a call centre woman. And I looked at her and I went, I know her. I Who know the hell you. is she? I know her face. Quickly looked it up and went, it's Misha from 10 Dates. My facial recognition, it's like I'm like a, a, a database. It's so weird. But I remember watching Peacemaker and being immediately looking at him and going, hold on. He was in Doctor Who. Where hold have I seen you? Second. He was in Doctor Who. And then was like, he's the present security guard. And then, lo and behold, he ends up being the High Evolutionary. It's Wowie. just... It's crazy. Wowie. And actually, it's funny that I mentioned the Wales Interactive Games, because I just played a new one on stream tonight. They just released one tonight know, called I the Isle Hotel. Yeah, well, hang on. I just wanted to point this out for funny funny sake. There was a Doctor Who cast member in that as well. What? And it's not even code? a big one. You know the guy who kidnaps Tim Shaw's ship, and is like, I'll find out what happened to my sister, and then he gets killed? Yeah. Tim recognised him by his face and wow. I spent like 10 minutes in my brain going he was in resolution I was like no he wasn't he was in Woman Who Fell to Earth just in the middle wow. of the stream wow Troy so, you're so talented not even that it's just funny the way things you're overlap so I mentioned that and then there's another one and I'm like my brain's just so seeing Chuck Woody go basically what I was trying to say before you forget seeing Chuck Woody go from that to Peacemaker to then the High Evolutionary it's like it's crazy Wild. to think what other what amazing actors are just hidden away as extras in Doctor Who. It's crazy, isn't it? So keep an eye on the extras because you never know where you they're going to rock up next. Mm, the next exactly. Marvel villain. The next Ooh. Star Wars Sith Ooh. Lord fighting Ahsoka. Correct. Mm. Absolutely correct. But yeah. Crispy, what's your fun fact that you found? What fun fact? Oh, I thought you said you'd found something. Oh, no. I, I did. Oh. I did. What, where, did you, where did you get that idea? In the middle of it, I must have misheard what you said. In the middle of me explaining the, oh, the no. me finding people. No, no, oh, no. Okay, I, the, that's the why fun, I was conscious. I was like, don't talk too long. Don't let him forget. <laughs> no, the, the fun, the fun fact can be that uh, both Karen and Chuck Woody and Woody worked in both Doctor Who and uh, Guardians Three. Very true. Very, yeah. very, very true. <laughs> very true. It's a good fact. point. It's a good point. I'm just trying to think of what else to talk about. Also, the the reveal of where, well, as we now know, Melody is. Of you know Jefferson ha- Adams Hamilton, that's so cleverly done. Oh, it's very, it's such very a well done. Great idea. The idea very, of very. Well, that his, his name's Jefferson. It's a boy. It's like no, it's a girl. He looked out the window and went, "Here's some street names. Come and get me." Please, please help. It's genius. Yeah, and also, my fat's good with that kind of stuff. It's not strictly shown in this episode, so we're having a bit of crazy liberty here. But her saying, "You know, the spaceman's gonna eat me," like it was legitimate. The spaceman was going to put her into the suit. Like it yeah. wasn't just like a. I'm scared of this thing chasing me. It's going to eat me because that's a natural thing that children think when they're scared of a monster. It literally was trying to eat her up into the yeah. suit so she could be in it. Like it, it's probably Moffat scary is a good sci-fi. writer. Moffat, Moffat's a good writer. Moffat, good writer, award emoji, prayer hands emoji. Yes. Yeah. Okay, crispy. What is the best performance in the episode for you? Do you agree with me with Matt Smith and the TARDIS, or do you have a different opinion? Look. That is great, but purely for the sake of this episode, I've got to hand it to the standout Mark Shepard. I think he's great. I think What's he's the great. best moment of Mark Shepard? His TARDIS reveal. His TARDIS, uh, it, it, the, yeah, the interior scene. I just mm. think it's so funny where he's trying to trying to take it all in. We Piece heard it all from, together. But he does it like relatively quickly, and he's not that erratic. He's kind of like... Well, we, we heard from the what? interview kind of his, his mindset to be like, all right, you know, it's it's we're entering the 70s here, you know. We have stuff, and he just thinks it's yeah part of uh, Scotland Yard, which is funny. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's just a knock through, you know. It's like Bill Parks. Yeah. Like, is this a knock through? Like, what? yeah, that's no, great. Stuff. It's, it's good genius. stuff. What about you? It's a very good episode. It's a very good episode. 
Stand up, and this stand is up what you, you can expect, ladies and gentlemen. This is what you can expect when we do more episode retrospectives in the future. Oh. Oh. Isn't that right, gosh. Chris? Bish? Yeah. Mm. I'm very excited. Well, isn't it crazy to think we've only got two more looking backs to do? And they're the 60th, thank goodness. I can't. Please. We're finally, we're, we are we are fast approaching. It's almost time, Crispy. Please, it's almost time. We so, very soon, someone will tell us what the hell is going on here. Oh, I'm excited. It better be shooty. It feels like so long since you. Wa- I mean, you were wearing that T-shirt actually, ironically, or that shirt when we, when yeah, when we, we talked we about Power the Doctor. Power the Doctor, a long, long time ago. Yeah, and I, I broke it to you live on the podcast that there was a trailer, and you were like, "Far out." <laughs> we gotta go. We gotta I go. I watched your reaction to it again recently. It was yeah. so good. It's just <laughs> it's such true. a great little, it's such good. a great little bit, such a great bit. But, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to leave this episode of Who's There Doc Two podcast here. We fit a lot <gasps> into this hour. I'm proud of us, yeah, Crispy. Wow, hour of power. The hour of pa- Crispy's power hour. Yeah, yeah. You got up early just for this. I'm proud of you, buddy. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Have you got many many things planned for today? You going to do anything fun? Uh, dentist. The it. dentist. Yeah, my favorite character in Payday Two. Ah, actually, a real thing played by Giancarlo Esposito. Fun fact. Oh, sick. Yeah, the biggest meme was that he just said the phrase "the diamond" and everyone thought it was really funny. Nice. What are you doing? Going to sleep? I'm. Well, I mean, the Ahsoka episodes drop at two a.m. UK time now, so the temptation to stay up to watch them is insane. Oi, but oi, I watch them with my mum, so she's not going to stay up till <laughs> two in the morning. So. My hand is forced. My sleep schedule's been really bad recently, so it will make me go to bed at two-ish so I don't see spoilers on Twitter, because if I get anything spoiled related to Anakin, I'll be I'll be very angry with the world. I'll be very angry. Be very angry. But now, apart from that, I'm going to have a nice, nice chill day. I've got some lessons to teach, maybe going to tidy my room a bit. So, not quite as exciting as your dentist trip. Well, well we both live very goes. exciting lives, don't we, Crispy? Yes. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. I think we should finish with your closing comments, Crispy. What are your closing comments for episode 76? Uh... If anyone disagrees with me that the Impossible Astronaut is not the best thing put to television, then there's the door. Get out. He's doing. He's doing. The, he's doing the sweaty face again. He's doing. The- Get out. <laughs> I don't want you here. Well, yeah, I'm no. just saying, Crispy. You didn't put it at the top of your top ten Doctor episodes, so clearly you don't think that. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. If you want to support <laughs> us, go and check out the Patreon. We very much appreciate your support. Thank you very much to Mark Shepard for being a part of today's episode. And thank you to Troy Red Archer Live for once again being an absolute top-notch bloke. Oh, I love you too, buddy. I love you too. I'm so sorry I was late to this session. I apologize. Let's let's end it. Let's Crispy's end been so nice to me, right but now. I do think he's a little bit sad that I was a bit late. He just hasn't said it. I'm always sad. On the inside. God, God, I don't want to end it there now. I feel quite... Oh, God. Do you need a hug? Come here. Come here. Bring it in. Bring it in. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Troy. We'll see you all in episode 77 where we talk about... Something exciting. What are we we doing next week? Something exciting. I have some various ideas that I want to pitch to you, actually. You can check the Google Doc. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's Let's go do some pitching. Right, people. We'll see you all in episode 77 where... Beep. Beep, 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 beep. Beep the beep. And also a bit of beep happens. Nice. Thank you for watching. I think the the poll for this week should be something cool. You got any ideas? Yeah, yeah that, that, it, it'll be something cool. For okay. sure. I think for I know sure. what it'll be. Which which episode out of Impossible Astronaut on Day of the Moon is better? Ooh, good one. That's Let's great. See you all next week. Until then, it's goodbye from Crispy. Bye. And it's goodbye from me. Goodbye. See you all in episode 77. LG, baby! They're Americans. I was going to say, you got to say something, Crispy. Come on, they are <laughs> Americans. But we're not. Bye. Bye.